Organissima New York. Your exotic skin, hair, and beauty source, and your one-stop shop for all your natural and organic skin and hair care, featuring authentic organic Moroccan oil and prickly pear seed oil and much more, bringing you only the best straight from the source and proudly produced in the USA. So what are you waiting for? Shop today. Arganissima, New York. Your beauty is our duty. Folks, welcome back to the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel, the <laughs> all the channels, the NBC network, really, because today's topic can possibly be a, a theme for all. Uh, iHealth Radio, of course, and I'm your host, Hurricane Age, new day, new show. Uh, awesome topic today, a discussion that's going to benefit everyone watching and listening, um, a discussion about hope, about resilience, about determination, about willpower about awareness, uh, about entrepreneurship, about success. I mean, so we got a lot of stuff to unpack in the, in a very uh, short time with my guest today. And my guest today is, is an entrepreneur. He helps people really kind of be better in no time and do things differently to 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 really maximize you know uh, i guess uh output and and as well as results and success so with me adam lucero adam welcome to the show hey i'm excited to be here and appreciate that nice intro there <laughs> well no my pleasure and and adam um you know uh, as we're gonna learn uh, had uh has an, an amazing story of of literally survival and I mean, and I mean survival. I mean, uh, it's just unbelievable. When you hear about the story, you're probably like, "Whoa!" It's something that you hear and watch probably in a movie, but you don't mm -hmm. think about it in real life. But it can happen to anyone, uh, which is as as crazy as it sounds. So, so Adam, first things first. Uh, you know, let's talk about Adam. Who is mm -hmm. Adam? A little bit of a background, and then let's get into the deep, uh, you know, dive into the story and what yes. was the whole thing. Yeah, sounds good. So basically, I'm all about performance and optimizing yourself so that you can accomplish more in life. As I always say, it's like your life is a reflection of you. And so if you want to change your life, you have to change yourself first. This is why you see people that are successful in all areas of their life. It doesn't matter what they do. Like, Take a look at Elon Musk. Guy does $100 billion businesses on repeat. Tesla, SpaceX, Neuralink. It's because of how he thinks, how he acts, and how he behaves, who he is on the subconscious level. So that's what I'm all about, is helping you become the person you have the potential to be so you conquer life. Now, I've always been pretty ambitious growing up. You know, I bought candy at the 99 cent store in middle school, then would sell it at school, whatever it is, and, you know, buy and sell things, starting businesses, whatever it may be. So I always knew I was going to be some sort of an entrepreneur, but yeah, I mean, my life really started when I got stabbed in the throat at a movie theater. And I know you're probably hearing that saying, what the hell is this guy talking about? So let me rewind a bit. Basically, I had just graduated Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and I accepted a sales job in Northern California. So two weeks before the job started, I was like scrambling to get housing. So I went up there and stayed at my aunt's place and I didn't really know anyone in the area. And she said, uh, Adam, you have to be out of the house for eight hours. So I said, okay, well, don't know anyone. Like I have to go kill some time. So I go to a movie theater by myself. It's like a Wednesday, probably like 1 p.m. or somewhere around there. Not many people in the theater, probably 20. Anyways, I get to choose like whatever seat I want. I choose like fourth row from the back and in the middle. Now the movie starts, the lights dim. It's like a normal movie. You're sitting there looking at a screen, right? Five minutes passes, 10 minutes passes. And then all of a sudden, I feel hard hit to my throat. And my initial reaction was like, dude, this guy hit me hard. Like I grew up with older brothers who used to hit me. And I was like, if I was living my initial reaction, like this guy hit me hard. And so I stood up and I was like, dude, what the hell? And then I felt another punch to my arm and chest. And so I turn around and I push him. And as I push him, I feel cut on my wrist and ear. And instantly I knew I got stabbed. Those weren't punches. So I started yelling, I've been stabbed, I've been stabbed. The lights turn on and I see him start running down the stairs and running away. And I'm bleeding out. So this guy stabbed me in the throat with a chef knife. You know, the ones that get bigger, closer to the handle. It went halfway through my throat. It went deep in my arm 
and punctured my lungs. So I'm bleeding out from multiple accounts. So I take I take off my shirt, wrap around my neck. I'm just holding the blood in. And then these two older women come running up. And they're like, what should we do? And I tell them, just put pressure on my neck. So they're holding it down. And then I hear someone say, should we call 911? <laughs> I lose it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I lose it, bro. I'm just, my only emotion at this time is just anger. And I'm just pissed off. I'm like, yeah, you should call 911. If you don't call them in this situation, when would you? Like, this is what it is designed for. And so paramedics get there and they start asking me all these questions. What's your name? What year is it? What what's your mom's name? Who's present? Like, and I get it. They're making sure I'm conscious, aware, whatever. They have their reasons, and I know it. But at the time, I'm just like so pissed off. I'm like, can you guys get to know me later? How about we deal with a more urgent situation here? Like, knife was in my throat, you know. And so, they remember them saying, "Okay, let's get him up on the stretcher." And so they pin me up on the stretcher, and I feel all my wounds worse than the initial stabbing because now I don't have the adrenaline in me. And so. They have one person in the front right, the stretcher, one back right, one front left, one back left, one person holding me down. So they start taking me down the stairs. And for every stair there was, I felt like I got stabbed in all those places like three times again because I didn't have the adrenaline in me. It was like so painful. I remember just holding myself, looking at the ceiling like this and like trying not to scream my guts out. Like I was like, it was the most excruciating pain I've ever endured and hopefully will ever endure. And I remember we get down outside and they open up the ambulance, they pit me in and I start to relax because I start thinking like, okay, the paramedics got me. They know what they're doing. I don't have to worry about myself. Soon as I get that thought, I feel a cold rush through my entire body and it dawned on me. I lost a lot of blood. I could definitely die here. Now I see them come over with this oxygen mask and I remember thinking, don't fall asleep. You're not supposed to fall asleep in this situation. They put that mask over my face. I'm knocked out in seconds, like whatever it was, it was potent. So I wake up seven days later from an induced coma. I wake up, I am have all these tubes plugged in all over me, everywhere, like gnarly. And I was so weak and broken. It was like, I was really just pathetic. And I obviously had a reason, like it, it was a valid reason, right? I got stabbed, but I was in this pathetic state nonetheless, where first of all, I was uh, six feet tall and like 130 pounds or so. So sticks and bone when I used to be like pretty jacked. And then besides that, I couldn't think clearly. Like I, it was like so hard to describe, but it felt like my cognitive function declined to that of a four-year-old's. And I was always so exhausted. Like I remember even after getting to a point where I could eat normal food, which I couldn't do for a while, I would have to nap halfway through eating a meal because that exerted so much energy. You know, getting up to go to the bathroom, it wasn't like, oh, okay, I need to go to the bathroom. It was like, dude, I need to go to the bathroom right now. Hold on. Which was, by the way, me just getting to the edge of my bed and just freaking going like a few steps away. Like small little tasks like that were just so challenging. Everything in life was just difficult and hard. I literally felt like I was, was like disabled in a sense. And I remember... When I finally they asked me, like, all right, do you want to try going to use the bathroom? I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And so I get to the edge of my bed and my legs didn't work. And I remember just being so angered by this. Like I used to be a division one track and cross country athlete. Now my, my legs don't even work. I can't even stand up. And so it was really at this point where like I was left asking myself, can I still accomplish all the goals I have in my life? Or is my potential destined to rot away with my ambitions? And so I ultimately chose um, to not let my life succumb to this level of mediocrity, to do whatever it took to build myself up again. So I spent the next couple months and even years studying evolution, biology, psychology, to learn how to build myself up again, how to take action, how to do the things I know I needed to do, like my physical therapy, speech therapy, normal therapy, whatever it is. If I wasn't able to do those, I wasn't going to get my life on track. So the first thing I had to conquer is my mind. Started learning how the human mind works. Started making all that progress. Started learning what kind of workouts we can do to boost our energy levels, our mental alertness. And just day by day, week by week, month by month, started building myself up again. Within one year, I ran a 459 mile. I was picking up great weight in the gym. I was in a good place mentally. Fast forward another five or six years and here I am. I run a business helping men kill procrastination so they conquer life. And yeah, essentially that's my story.
You know, I wasn't kidding about, you know, this is stuff that you watch in a horror movie, but, but, you know, <laughs> you, you've described it, you know, as, you know, in, in, in a nutshell, but it's a lot of stuff. And so I just want to break down a few things. One is, is, you know, this is the part where people have to be aware and, and, and never, you know, um, just not be, you have to be mindful of every single place you are. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, I don't know what triggered this dude, you know, and I hope that they, he got caught somehow. I'm sure there's footage of him leaving the scene there and all that, but, mm -hmm. but, but really someone just, I mean, it could be a, I mean, the only thing I can imagine is maybe a gangster type of uh, initiation or maybe someone who just, you know, you robbed mm -hmm. the wrong way, potentially. I don't know. I, I, I don't mm -hmm. know the story. So, I mean, unless you want to expand on that, but, but really you never know. This mm -hmm. is happening randomly. People sometimes are randomly being attacked, you know, for, for various mm -hmm. reasons. As a matter of fact, you know, yesterday I was watching the news. Uh, there's an Uber lady that, that got shot, you know, or killed, uh, you know, uh, with this dude. He just walked into her vehicle, put a gun to her head, and the yeah. rest is history. And, and you hear these stories all over the you know, mm -hmm. the, the news. And you never know, like, that could be you. It could be someone you know. And and it's it's really uh, unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, that That's the first part. So, again, I guess the first message is, you know, um, you were full of, all the hopes and the ambition and and, and the, mm -hmm. the goals in life and then here comes cool. this moment where it's it could have been the end right mm -hmm. uh and for many that that was because you were lucky you know to still be here but sometimes i mean the, the ones you described for the most part you know people die for with less you mm -hmm. know and, and and really i mean you can just uh you know go but 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 it's not time and you were determined you know meant to do more in this world than you are mm -hmm. doing it but really for our audiences just just Take life for what it's worth and be always aware, be a young guard. Uh, you know, I mean, don't don't let your guards down, as they say, you know, literally. And and whatever you are, especially in a dark place and whatever empty space, you know, if someone doesn't look right, I mean, and I don't know if in the movies we get all excited about the movie, you forget everything, right? You're into the scene. Mm -hmm. Um, but but that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, uh, I love what you said about. Should we call nine one one? I mean, folks, you know, I, I I have I have this this problem when I see videos of people being you know under aggression or something, and just people are watching them and just filming recording. Recording. I mean, really, you know, <laughs> do something I, a little more helpful. Yeah, you want to get a TikTok view, to get your own content, but you know, you know, you're not you're not helping. I mean, sometimes it might help because it goes viral. Mm -hmm. People, you know, there's that reaction. But the quickest reaction is 911 and just get the action mm -hmm. going. Or if you can potentially do something physically about it, you know, but, but really, you know, someone is bleeding, you know, in front of you, uh, it, there's no, you don't have to, unless you're a surgeon and a doctor right there, you can maneuver on them. You know, it's, that's the best way to do it. And the sooner, the better. So again, we are mm -hmm. health channel and, and, and all about awareness and, and giving advice here, you know, uh, you know, please 911, uh, we're not experts. But but they are they are the experts and and uh, you you mentioned something funny about they were asking you about all these things now obviously they know their job I mean they they do this you know trauma is their business mm -hmm. but but again sometimes you know to your point uh, in your in your shoes at that time all you want is to be in the hospital and hopefully be fixed you mm -hmm. know you that that the minute for you there was like an hour a day mm -hmm. <laughs> you know so psychiatry psych psychologically speaking you're not you know seeing and, and feeling all that now and i appreciate i guess mm -hmm. that's your your consciousness now talking about like well you try to kind of break it down like and make sense of it later on because mm -hmm. you know but really at the time it's like just take me off here and help right mm -hmm. uh, so again that's another thing that i wanted to just uh i guess I, I take off from your from your experience then ultimately you woke up and uh, now your body, I mean, you are in a coma, your mm -hmm. muscle, you know, atrophy is there, your your mm -hmm. functions are not there, you're weak. I mean, obviously, you're just on IV. Uh, that's not, your body's going to, you know, take a toll. I mean, that's that's all there is. And yeah, you're right. You, you got to rebuild everything. And, and, and again, mm -hmm. luckily, and again, also with the loss of blood, that can also affect your brain and mm -hmm. organs and everything. So those things are just critical. And, uh, you know, being in a coma, it's not... A, Listen, I I haven't experienced it, but I've known people who who have, and it's very difficult to come back from it. It takes time, you know, where mm -hmm. you know your speech, everything, sometimes can be you know a little you know delayed, and uh, mm -hmm. it, it's it's not a fun experience. And and frankly, it is it is unbelievable. And uh, you know, thank God that you're here. And uh, but 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 
here's here's the message that you you've just stated i mean and what the work you do today is to turn people to 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 really maximize and optimize their life and 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 that's an important piece because anyone watching or listening everybody has hope for a better life and for grandiose you know uh success and you know all these these grandeurs you know that you want to mm-hmm. have and achieve in, in in life but here's the thing you know no one knows what can happen in a minute we're here mm-hmm. and you know the next minute can be a bad thing and we've seen it throughout the pandemic for example we were mm-hmm. here and all of a sudden people were dying left and right for something they didn't expect you get an earthquake you get you know some mm-hmm. disaster you get a war things can happen or you get just you know crime you know those things can, can are real and unfortunately they're real parts of our life but your story is not only a story about you know not what what to look for and to be aware of but also about hope and determination, resilience, and really catching up, making the time. I mean, you know, in no time, you you didn't you say, oh, my life is over. Uh, you were still, the will that you had, and mm-hmm. maybe because you're still young. I mean, that's the other part. When you're young, you have all that energy, and you're not going to give up that easy. And maybe someone at older age may have, I don't know, but it doesn't matter. I think well, as humans, mm-hmm. when we face with that kind of extreme, you know, uh, experiences, you tend to do whatever it takes to come back. Now, the key here is not to give up, to have the resilience, mm-hmm. right? To be just like, yeah, just n- never give up. <laughs> you got to mm-hmm. keep doing and you're going to do the right thing. And you've done it. I mean, it took you at least a year to get to to that running back, you know, in full force and, you know, gym in and getting, you know, buffed up again. Mm-hmm. But someone else can say, you know what, I can't. And then they stayed weaker and maybe then mentally they can be affected. And then the rest is mm-hmm. history. Because that's the other thing. You, it takes a lot of mental strength, you know, to actually, you know, support that that mission that you had. Uh, and again, kudos to you, Van, because that, that, and I'm sure, you know, it was not easy. I mean, we talk about it, it, it sounds very, you know, mm-hmm. just like, you know, hey, one second <laughs> to the other and the time is like a movie, right? You know, yeah. you know, 10 years went by, like 10 years later. Well, the, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, a year later is actually a long time when you are going through that pain and suffering and rehab. I mean, all that stuff was not easy. But mm-hmm. yet you did. And and then you continue doing that. And then you started your business, which, by the way, that was your thing from day one. I mean, as a kid, you mm-hmm. said you were always entrepreneurial and trying to make a, you know, a nice little transaction to make the money. And you did. <clears throat> but, you know, now we'll, well, let's talk about the biggest topic, which is, you know, you said proxenation, you know, like people are always proxenating. They're just like, you know, uh, tomorrow is a good day. You know, maybe I'll, I'll take I'll get to it when I get to it. And those are things that a lot of us kind of like postpone things. Mm-hmm. And you, again, your story clearly says you cannot postpone things. You got to do things. You got to achieve things. You got to build things. And you have no other choice. So now let's talk about when you did this and you got, you know, out of, of the whole thing the first year. I know mm-hmm. you kind of fast forward it to, to today's and what you do. I mean, what was the next step like you did to rebuild your, I guess, your finances and your 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 work, you know, uh, I guess, protocols? Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, the job that I actually had accepted was holding the job for me. So they found out what happened and they were great. Like they even donated to help me financially and they held the job for me. So after I started building myself up again, the thing that actually took the longest was more of my mental fortitude. Like I just couldn't think as clearly I did just my mental toughness was like as weird as it sounds because you'd think like after I just endured that and powered through, you'd have this crazy mental fortitude, but there's still something mentally that was really tough for me. Like not maybe it was more mental fatigue. Like I can think for like, I can use like high powered thinking for like multiple hours on end. And then if I did, I'd be done for the rest of the day type of thing. So I really had to build up that mental steam. And I think that's essentially what I was looking forward to say. And yeah, once I finally got that going, I was getting back to normal swing of things. Felt like it could function at a normal level again, I should say. Then that's when I went back and started that job and things are going great. Like I was on track to get a promotion in like three months when normally it takes like a year or something. And I would have been making like six figures and multiple six figures probably within like another year of that. So it was like it was going super good, but I just found that when I went in that office, I did not like who I was. Like my soul felt like it was literally being sucked out of me. And I know people say like, oh yeah, I hate working for people too. It's like, no, this is different. Like I cannot stand it. And so like, even though I was only working 20 to 30 hours a week on track to make a ton of money, 
especially at such an early age too, like I just felt like something wasn't right. And so I actually called my brother who was running a marketing business and I asked him, I was like, Hey man, like this job thing's not really working out for me. Do you need help with your business? Like, can I learn from you type of thing? And so quit my job, started working on my brother's business with him and learned a lot about the entrepreneur skills. And this is probably one of the biggest things in my life that helped me become who I am today because not only did he teach me like marketing or some aspects of marketing entrepreneur, but like he invested into a bunch of mentors for me so that I could elevate myself. And a lot of the knowledge that I learned then made me into who I am now. And it's now lessons that I teach into my students as well. And so eventually after like a year of working for him, I was like, Hey man, uh, I know you just spent all this time and energy training me up, but I kind of want to start my own business here. And he's like, He's like, damn, but he's like, I understand it. Like, you know, and so he let me go start my own business. And yeah, the first four or five years were big struggles, <laughs> like not making any money. I kid you not. I was probably working 12 to 14 hours per day. If I wasn't working on my business, I was reading books. I was listening to podcasts. I wasn't going out drinking with friends. Like I cut out everyone in my life almost. And like, I'm not saying anyone, anyone has to do that, but it definitely accelerated how quickly I grew and developed myself. And yeah, I think that was like a big part of the reason why I am today, where it's like, I, if something wasn't beneficial to the vision that I wanted, I didn't do it. A night out of drinking? No, it wasn't just the fact that it was going to cost me a few hours at night, but it was the next day I'm groggy. I'm not firing at full cylinders and able to like learn deeper into the knowledge that I want or improve my programs or whatever it may be. So I wasn't doing that. Um, I didn't have the, I didn't let my focus get distracted. If friends texted me and like, again, I'm not saying I recommend this or for everyone, but like I, w- I would text like once or twice, but then it's like, dude, I can't sit there texting all day with someone. I just don't have that luxury. Like I'm, I have other goals I need to put my attention onto because wherever your attention goes, you go. And so I made a lot of sacrifices during those first four or five years. I was living in my brother's garage. I, after that, I, moved into my mom's retirement facility, literally 65 years and older is the age of every person in there. And then there was me living there because I couldn't afford, I couldn't afford it. I couldn't afford rent. I couldn't even afford food. I would pay for my food by going deeper into debt. Every time I swipe my card to eat, oh, there we go. I'm deeper in debt. How am I paying this off? My business isn't making money. Like, and so yeah, you have lots of negative thoughts. And that's the thing with people often complain about like entrepreneurs, like, oh, these big, these big businesses should be paying everyone more. It's like, look, why should they? Because one, you, like when someone signs a contract, they know what they're signing up for. It's not like they're switching the terms. You agree to it, first of all. But second of all, that you didn't take all the risk. You didn't make all the sacrifices that the entrepreneur had to make. Why do you deserve the benefits? That's just simply entitlement right there. And so I know I'm sorry going off on a little bit of a tangent here, but this is why I just want to reloop this because everyone goes, oh, we should be making more. He should be paying us better wages. It's like, look, if you want to make more, then get the skills that are going to be able to pay you more. Like, Be responsible. Don't be a victim and sit there complaining about something that you agreed to, right? That's not helping you. That's not serving you towards the life you want. What is, is taking full responsibility. If you aren't happy with the money you're making, then go learn new skills, go get a new job, do whatever it takes. But sitting there complaining about something you agreed to is kind of ridiculous in my opinion. But yeah, getting back to what I'm going was going with the story is like, look, I made a lot of sacrifices to build the life that I want. And again, if you want to live a life that you don't have, you're going to have to sacrifice old behaviors. You're going to have to sacrifice a lot of the ways of being. You're going to have to sacrifice being lazy, complacent. And so that's just one of the things that people need to understand is like, look, in order to achieve what you haven't, you have to do what most people won't do. Well, well, you know, you've hit on a lot of very high, you know, elements here. Uh, the first, the first thing is that, you know, you clearly, did, you you basically uh, reported and gave the picture of a true entrepreneurship, uh, because the fact of the matter is, people see success, mm-hmm. and that's all they see. They see mm-hmm. where you are today. They don't see those long nights, those long, the long hours the doubt, the sacrifices, the mm-hmm. debt, you know, that you incur, incur during the process. And, and, and the, 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 the things that while that were having a good time, you weren't having a good time because you were building your dream. 
And that's the part that is a big difference between, you know, where someone and I, you use the word entitlement. Unfortunately, it is part of our, you know, today's culture. There's culture. that, that, mm-hmm. that level of like, you know, I, I'm, I'm owed this. Well, who says, <laughs> says who, right? You know, yeah. Yeah, nobody owes you nothing. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, you, you need to actually pay your dues to actually get those things. Right. And, and mm-hmm. unfortunately some people may not realize that that's this and, and it hits them the hard way, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. It was a very simple. You could have been just employed by anybody else or your brother or what the company that actually, by the way, not all the companies will do what they did for you. And that's, oh, actually, a, great uh, that, that's a great thing. I mean, you don't hear a lot of those stories. So that, you know, you know, that, that, that's, that merits actually to at least give it a highlight, mm-hmm. but, but really, you know, you know what you wanted, you were determined. And, and by the way, your determination for life or for just coming back and for rebuilding yourself, you know, mentally and physically, that in itself is just the highest level of where we want to be as humans. And, mm-hmm. and really, if you want to succeed, that's really, you know, it has to be in you. It's got to be that drive, you know, and motivation that you want to do more. And, and but when you when you cling to life, you you were like, really, I want to do this. And of course, you know, there are a set of things that happen, but but that's exactly what you did also here in the business world is that. You knew exactly what you wanted to achieve. Your personality always was not a follower or an employee. It was more mm-hmm. of an entrepreneur, someone that's going to create and do more and potentially create opportunities. That's that's the other thing. An mm-hmm. entrepreneur creates opportunities of millions and thousands mm-hmm. of people uh, that otherwise would not be. I mean, a lot of us, when we are working, we're working for somebody's, you know, business, dream or whatever yeah. or business. But guess what? They create the opportunity for us, you know. And, mm-hmm. and you know, I think uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, kind of like uh, I was watching a clip on his, uh, you know, one of the talk shows. And he had said that, you know, uh, the company is making billions. He's making just a small percentage and he made, you know, billions for others. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, just in a, in a nutshell. And the, so so that's what it is. Yes, he is making, you know, the, the fruits mm-hmm. of his work. Maybe, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then but then there's millions, you know, if not billions of people, well, not billions, but millions of people out there are really benefiting from his work. And what he created, and a lot of people are being lucrative and making some real, you know, revenue, whether through a stock or through the work and whatever. And people, mm-hmm. families are being open with that. So you 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 have to realize that. And, and you're right. I, I, by the way, what you stated there is the truth, and sometimes it hurts, and we gotta face it. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it, it. We can't be sour about like why people are succeeding because we see them. Like when you were not at the party, where you were not drinking, where you were sleeping to your point in a, in, in a senior, you know, housing mm-hmm. uh, by yourself, which it was probably not as as fun an experience for someone who's young. Well, there's nothing wrong with senior housing, folks. It's fun too, but but you, you know you are not going to be the best fit in there because you just yeah. I'm in my twenties. I'm not trying to live in a retirement facility. Are you kidding me right now? It's a slap uh, in the face. But but you did, and you know what? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like you endured all that for one one reason and one reason only is that you were not going to give up on your dream, no matter what it took, no matter how long, and and you did. You slept in a garage. You did all the stuff. And if you look at, you mentioned Elon Musk and all the stuff, you know, you go back to all these these top-notch folks that have made it, you know, and changed the world in a way. Uh, they all have similar stories where they started, you know, in a garage or started somewhere. Mm-hmm. And some of them had more money than others, but the story is still the same in terms of sacrificing the timing. You know, mm-hmm. some people had just better resources than others. But the fact is, it's still the only thing that you might not always have, even if you have money, you still got to put some time sweat effort like lack of sleep sacrifice you know you're not just bullshitting on 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 the phone or just texting and you know and doing all kind Mm -hmm. of stuff unnecessarily you're not wasting hours getting wasted literally you know Mm -hmm. out there you are developing yourself and that's the other word that you used i try to develop my skills and and Mm -hmm. to use that a couple times where for folks you know if you're trying to get more money well you had to develop your skills to go to the next level and next level even as an employee Mm -hmm. I, i i've been in corporate for many years and that's the, that's how I got myself into the highest potential you know level that I was at is by going through building my own skills and learning more. I was always absorbing, learning, learning mm-hmm. to get me to become better at what I did until I became you know one of the top of, of what I did, right? Mm-hmm. And so that's really what it is. But you have to do that if you don't, you know, you don't do anything, you don't change anything, you expect a change in in everything and that the happens. outcome. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, you know. And and so so thank you for breaking that up. But this is a big piece of of I think where we sit today. Is mm-hmm. people are easily looking at everybody else's success, but they're not comparing, you know, and by the way, this is not about comparing like, you know, he or she are better than me. It doesn't matter. You don't have, if you're content with what you have, that's okay. But, mm-hmm. but if you're content, you can't complain. 
<laughs> you that see, means you're those not content. Two, yeah, exactly. If you're complaining, that means you're not content. So if you're content, mm -hmm. you know everything is cool, right? You know, I'm mm -hmm. happy with my life the way it is. I'm cool. I'm going about my life. I don't care. I do my job. I come home. I relax. Get my beer, whatever, you know, coffee, whatever your beverage of preference, and you're chilling. You know, you're watching movies. That's cool too. But but again, don't come in and say like, why these guys? These guys are working their butts off. I mean, they're really mm -hmm. doing their thing day in day out. I mean, seven days a week. I know. I mean, I'm I'm in your shoes. I mean, I I'm working like literally three three jobs at the same time. They're all my stuff. I'm building my things. I'm sacrificing a lot of stuff. But I know the same formula for everyone. You sacrifice a year, two, three, four, then you live happy after that now mm -hmm. maybe not happy but you you live with whatever you know the dream that you've developed i mean happy that's still subject to a lot of things i mean you can have all the money then and still not yeah. be happy that's a different story but at least you know now you don't have to worry about the the financial piece of it and things like that mm -hmm. you worry about other things and there's always a risk that's the other thing there is a risk if you're going into business you know you know that it's going to cost there's going to be that there's going to be a lot of stuff and you know you, you it's either there's a point where you're going to start deciding am i in am i going to continue or am i going to stop here and that's really what makes a difference many people give up too soon and then they lose everything and therefore mm -hmm. now and then they just basically inhibit it they don't do it anymore mm -hmm. you don't you don't give up i mean that's that's the only for me that's what i i believe in once mm -hmm. you're in it it's it's just no coming back <laughs> mm -hmm. you know it's forward forever you know you just keep going and building and tweaking and yes Whatever I need to do to keep going in my path, I'm going to do it. And you did mm -hmm. that. And you're true. You know, we're talking to a live success here that actually made that happen. Now, Nolly did all this. So, Adam, you actually went to the next level now. You've made your own. What Part of what you do now is to help others be just like that and develop that same system so they can mm -hmm. do the success formula. So let's talk about now that work, the, the job mm -hmm. that you do, how you help people really convert themselves into becoming just like you. And 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 when I say just like you, just like a, a you know an entrepreneur mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah we can get into it. So I mean it's really boils down to the first thing is like there's a reason why everyone that's listening to this or almost everyone here consciously knows what they need to do, but the issue is they fail to consistently do it, right? You know you need to go work out. You know you should be eating healthy. You know you should be hammering out everything on your to-do list, going to bed early, but you just fail to consistently do it. And again, that's because you're using your conscious mind, but 95% of your actions are derived subconsciously. The good examples I like using for this is, look, you've probably had times where you're driving and you zone out for five or 10 minutes, and then all of a sudden, you just magically appear at your destination with no conscious recall of how you got there. You're like, what the hell? Like, I don't remember any of that. That's because your subconscious mind took over. I'm also willing to bet that when you woke up this morning, you didn't think about which hand you're going to use to lift the sheets off your body, which foot you were going to land on first, where you were going to step next, which fork you were going to grab. You know, like it all happened subconsciously. And so again, this is why everyone in their New Year's resolutions, 95% of them fail to maintain it after three weeks. Is because, again, they're using their conscious mind declaring what they're going to do, but then their subconscious mind battles it. So both parts of their brain are battling each other. Make progress for a few days. You feel fantastic about yourself before you fall back into your old self-sabotaging and procrastinating patterns again. So basically, our whole methodology is getting your subconscious mind to work with your conscious mind so that when you tell yourself, tomorrow, I'm going to hit the gym, I'm going to cook these healthy meals, and I'm going to do everything that's going to grow my business you actually do it and you feel excited to do it. Now, I'm not going to lie, it's not always rainbows and butterflies. You're not always going to feel excited, but you'll have that state more often. And then the most important part is, even on those days where you don't feel excited, you still power through because we're all human. We're creatures of emotion. It goes up and down like a roller coaster. And if you let your emotions dictate your actions, you're done for. You are absolutely done for. And you can like you look back at your own life and see how that's been panning down for you, right? And so... Ultimately, that's what our program helps people do. And I always say it's stepping into your full power. So again, typically when people come to us, they have resistance to taking action. They have these nagging internal battles. They constantly make excuses and rationalize why they shouldn't do these things, even though deep down they know it's a lie. And so we just get them to step into their power because I always say it's like, look, 
I can't put in the work for you. No one can but you. If you want to change your life, you have to be the one that's going to change your actions. And there's no way around it. All I can do is hand you a system that's going to make it easier, going to deliver the quicker results and more profound results. But then the day, you have to be at a point where you're willing to take that action and commit to this process or commit to changing your life. And so... Again, a part of that's going to be we set up incentives, structures, and systems to help motivate you to take action. And so a good story I have for this is like, I remember when I was in middle school, I was like a little shit, like always talking in class. Like I just hated school in general. So I'd always distract the class, class clown, kind of whatever, just did not want to pay attention. And so I remember my teacher being like, okay, Adam, I'll give you a piece of candy at the end of the day if you behave good and you don't disrupt the class. So, you know, first few days, getting my candy every day. I was quiet. Then I started getting bored. I was like, whatever, I don't care about the candy. Started going back into my old patterns and ruts. And so she was like, okay, we're going to have a different approach here. If you continue this behavior, you're going to the principal's office. And I was scared of that back then. And so guess what happened? For the rest of the year, on my best behavior, didn't fall back into my self-sabotaging behaviors again. And so it dawned on me. I was like, our actions are heavily impaired based upon the consequences of our actions. So again, we set up systems and structures like this to help nudge our clients in the right direction. But the biggest thing is we get them to switch how their train of thought, their thinking, so that they feel excited for this change. And so we have students that come in here and literally within the first week, it's like, boom, they're a new person. And they're just executing, doing everything they know they should be doing. And like, I'm very, very hands off. Uh, usually that's not how it goes. And usually it takes three weeks, four weeks, five weeks, or six weeks, somewhere in that territory. But ultimately that's what I do is like, I pretty much just give people the system that helps them step into their power so that they can accomplish more and then give them that clear roadmap and create structure in their day-to-day that aligns with their end goals. Because if every action you take aligns with your end goals, You'll inevitably get there. It's simply a matter of when. That's the point of what you were talking about earlier. Like, no matter what, I'm not going back. It's like, yeah, every action you took aligned with that vision that you wanted, and eventually you got there. It's literally impossible not to, as long as you keep taking actions that align with your end goal. Well, oh, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I'm listening to you, and I'm absorbing as well. But, but you know, you you touch on some very very simple things that people know. As you said, everybody knows. You know, we all know what we want in life mm-hmm. we all know and by the way i think everybody wants more mm-hmm. it's it's i think it's nature human nature we we never settle for what we have we want what other people have and we're always looking to have the better car the better house and stuff and some people may disagree with us and say you know what i'm good with what i have and by the way if you're at that level you're actually better than most of the people because you mm-hmm. that's the highest level of potentially accepting a life and just being who you are but but in general the idea is that we are materialistic. We're capitalist. We we want more, mm-hmm. and and but we want it at the easy way. We don't want it with the work. We want it just to be given, handed, pretty much. And mm-hmm. the easier it becomes, that's that's how we are. And, and one of the ways we look at it is like you know, it's I wake up, I go to work, I get paid, I get a check, I'm cool, right? Mm-hmm. And then I just pay my bills, and then that cycle goes on, and then I'm paid to, to a paycheck. And that's one way to do it. It's cool, uh, you know. And then when when People are faced with challenges, you know, or in life, there's like, well, I, uh, I can't because I don't have time. I can't because I, maybe I don't have the skills. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to learn something. Too, I'm too old. I'm this and that. We can, we, we can find every single potential excuse why we can't do mm-hmm. things. And that's, that's really, I think the biggest problem mm-hmm. you know, instead of, and it's really a mindset. If in case of, instead of thinking about every reason why we cannot, we can think about every reason why we can't. And and that's just mm-hmm. a shift. If you shift your mind to that, then things will start, you know, manifest mm-hmm. in a different way. You, 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 you hit it on the money about the subconscious. I just did a show literally a couple of weeks back about the mindset, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not the mindset, about the actual uh, subconscious. And and actually, uh, the the guy is a hypnotherapist, and he is mm-hmm. he's a, is a is a common guest, you know, on on the network. And uh, you know, it's really that it's in your head, and and everything works there. Your subconscious rules, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. 100%. And 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 if you can kind of almost not trick your subconscious, but really program train your it. subconscious. Well, I mean, yeah, train, train, but really like put it like into a programming. It's gonna pick up, and if you keep giving the affirmations and building on that, it will continue. And I love what you said is that. As long as it's aligned and you don't give up, you're going to continue there and things are going to happen. 
you know, it's funny. There's no coincidence in this world. When you start doing something, things are going to fall in your way. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll be like, wow, I didn't, if I didn't this move, this move created that move and the move created mm-hmm. this opportunity, this contact, and voila, I'm here. And you look back, like, the place. they all fall in, right? And, but, but you, if you don't make the move, it's all starting with that first step, right? You got to keep mm-hmm. doing it. And the step, the second, the third, the fourth, and you keep going. You have to have the stamina. You mentioned the keyword earlier, stamina. The stamina is everything, right? You got to pace yourself and have that cadence, you know, to get to the next level. But but, but you just cannot give up. I love your work is really, and you mentioned some people come in and in, in no time, they can just be readjusted mm-hmm. because it's just, you have the means. You already developed the process mm-hmm. and the tools to give them, to give them the guidance to really like, you know, reset. And, mm-hmm. and by the way, I think we, it doesn't hurt us to actually learn something new to help us out. Sometimes we just are, the ego gets in the way. Oh, I don't want to learn from anyone. Uh, you know, I, I got this. What is it working? <laughs> yeah. If it, if it is cool, I mean, that's okay. You know, yeah, but people but always again, say, I'll, they always say, I'll figure it out by myself. I'm like, okay, how long have you been telling yourself that? Two years, three years, four years? Why not just pay someone to help you speed up that up and get the results you want in like two months? And then, you know, the missed opportunity cost is huge, you know? Well, so let's talk about that. You know, many people, they they may have the doubt. What would you do different? I, 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 I think I can figure out what you're doing. What would you do different? What would you, how would you benefit me? I think that's a big question. That's probably where people I get get stuck when they they think mentor or coach and stuff. It's like, what can you do for me? You know, mm-hmm. like you know, it is known that it's working. Obviously, I have clients and people are seeing the mm-hmm. results. But I think a lot of people are like, is it worth the investment? You know, mm-hmm. is it worth my time? You know, what can you possibly give me different that I don't know? I think that's that's a big question that potentially that people can inhibit people from making moves mm-hmm. because they're relying on their limited knowledge. And we all mm-hmm. have limited knowledge, by the way, folks. I don't care how much knowledge you have. There's always someone's going to have more knowledge and there's always yeah. knowledge to be sought. So if you're thinking that you are the max, you know, the newsflash, we're yeah. never going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's just a fact of life. You know, we're yeah. never going to have the ultimate knowledge. And even if you're a top notch in your type of field, well, there's you a lot of be other better. areas Well, you could be, but there's, you're not knowing all you just know yeah. your stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You're aligned with what you know, but if you want a full knowledge, I think no one has that on earth, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a humans, but, but really that's the concept. But so, so Adam, you know, what would you tell to people that today, if you're stuck and there's a formula, here's why you should, as opposed to here's why you shouldn't, because I think the problem is people think that I don't need you, Adam. I can do what you did. And maybe I'm going to endure just like you three, four years and I'll figure out myself. Yeah. You know, so what would you tell them? <laughs> so first of all, I would say you have to go tap into the emotion. We're, humans are creatures of emotion. We rationalize with logic. You see, we always like to think we're logical, but we aren't. And so the good example is like, this is why buy one, get one free deals are so potent because you want that second candy bar. You want that second pair of shorts. And then it gives you an easy way to rationalize it. We act with our emotions, rationalize with logic, right? And so what I always say is like, there's so many different ways we could go about persuading someone. And look, persuasion can be good or bad, depending on how you use it. I persuade people to change their lives. It's it's good, right? And so you can persuade people by, again, the biggest thing is people often have this regret of who they've become or what their life looks like. And every single day, they're beating themselves up with this negative self-talk. I'm a piece of shit or I'm lazy or whatever it is. And every single day, they're just haunted by themselves, their mind, because of their actions, the consequences of their actions, essentially. And the thing is, every single day that you wait, those feelings are going to grow like a tumor. In fact, if you're listening to this, you've probably experienced this Your pat. In the past three months, every single day, it gets worse and worse. And then the second part to that is every single day that you wait, it's going to be harder to change your actions. We're creatures of habit. And so you're just getting yourself cemented deeper into these self-sabotaging habits that aren't serving you towards a better life. And so the so that's the first thing I'll say is like, look, how much better of a life would you have if you had peace of mind and you had confidence in yourself because you were crushing it every day? Like that's already worth the investment, let alone our clients make 50,000, like some of our clients make up to 50,000, 60,000 per month within months of working with us because of the transformation. So it's like, you really can't afford not to do this, no matter what angle you're you're thinking about this from, whether it's financial, you're going to make more money once you become more empowered. You're going to have more peace of mind and confidence in yourself, which brings you more daily happiness and fulfillment. And so it's like, it's really just getting them to realize what's going to happen in their life if they don't change the actions. And then how much more misery and pain they're going to have ultimately is the way I tend to go about it. 
Well, Adam, you know, uh, you, you mentioned the word habits, and, and, and I think humans, we are uh, creatures of habits, as we, mm-hmm. we say, and we develop those those just routine habits, and we get caught with them, and they become the nature, the norm, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and really switching, you know, or shifting, you know, everything around new habits, different practices is usually the different part. I mean, again, as we have that old expression, you can't teach a, a dog, a old, like, uh, I forgot what it says, like the old tricks to a dog. Yeah, like yeah. Something like that, you know, you can't mm-hmm. teach a new trick to, all do- to dogs, right? Or yeah. old dogs. But so, so the concept is that we are so comfortable. You know, I think that's the thing. The zone that we get is the comfort zone and we're cool about it, yet we're not happy about everything else. We just peachy. We're like, I'm okay. I'm, you know, it's, by the way, folks, it's, there is, it's the word okay is really maybe not okay. <laughs> it's, <laughs> are you good or you're not good? <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, at least that's how I look at it. It's like, okay is not cutting the, the mustard here. I need, I need, I need a, a tangible outcome. Yes or no. And if you start looking into those terms, it makes a difference. Now you do help people develop those new habits. You do also give them the process, the steps to actually get there. How long does that someone starting your program, you know, uh, how long will a person start seeing results, or at least you know, in a, a very clear you know shift from where they were to where mm-hmm. they need to be? Yeah, gotcha. So essentially, we've had clients, and I people don't even believe me when I say this. In the amount of times people even say, like, if your client's results are true and real, I'm like, they are. But anyways, like we've literally had clients come in there and days, boom, new person, never look back. Now, usually it takes around like 15 days, like three weeks is usually when they start seeing some change. Like, oh, you know, I'm starting to do things I normally wouldn't do. I feel less resistance. I'm just naturally doing. I'm working longer in my hours. I'm doing some of the boring or hard work, the challenging work or whatever it is. But ultimately, we work with you until about like, I'd say the vast majority of them get in like 30 to 45 days. And then that's when they are do, feel more resistance to not doing the things they need to do than to do it. And so this is ultimately when they win because now they have this positive momentum. The habits are starting to be formed a little bit harder. There's less resistance. And they pretty much don't need my help at this point, but ultimately it's around 60 days is usually when everything becomes second nature, automatic behavior and you win. But yeah, I mean, people start noticing results sometimes in days, sometimes in weeks. Other times it is a little bit longer. We've had clients where it takes up to 60 days for them to really understand the depth of the lessons we speak of and to really embody them. But ultimately, yeah, that's generally, it can happen pretty quick. Like in the grand scheme of things, two months is not very long, and that's like the the longest it usually takes. Well, that's actually impressive, and and thank you for breaking that out. And and you know, it's important that to realize that you are giving them the tools that they they eventually going to take the action on. And that's the, mm-hmm. the something you mentioned before that you no matter what you give people, it's a matter of applying. You know, because I mean, mm-hmm. I can I can, and that's the other thing: applying and moving forward. Don't don't take them for a temporary phase and then just again put them to the side. And, you know, it's it's mm-hmm. you got to make back. sure it lasts forever. Yeah, I mean, you have to develop like you all basically you have to elevate and you know scale up over and over and over. You can't go backwards, and you cannot drop out. You know, once you have it. Now, now, so a typical program, Adam, is is a couple months. Yeah, or- I'd say typically. So I work with you until you get the results. My whole intent is I deliver results like. Totally. I'll work with you. If it matters for even three years, five years, I would still be there working for you. Granted, it's never going to take that long, but just it goes to show like I work with you until you get the results you want. We make sure you never fall back into your self-sabotaging patterns again, because to your note, people sometimes have good weeks, good days or whatever, even a few weeks sometimes, but then they fall back. And so we want to make sure everything becomes a second nature, because when that happens, that's when you produce winning results in all areas of your life. So, so what what is the name of the program, uh, Adam, and how can people get to your program? And, and yeah, so and, and we call it the thirty day conqueror transformation because ultimately we're transforming you into a conqueror who takes what they want in life. Don't sit there and wait for things to happen. You seize what you want. You have to take action for it. Now, yeah, if you wanted to learn more about it, you want to see our case studies, whatever, you can go to superhumanceo.com. Or you can go to my Instagram and message me. My Instagram's Adam Lucero One. So L U C E R O and then the number one. Adam Lucero One. I I love that. I mean uh, super super superhuman human CEO. CEO. Mm-hmm. I like it. 
Well, I mean, we're supposed to be the CEOs of our lives, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, so you just, you just got to get to that level and, and run, you know, but, but 30 days, it's pretty powerful. I mean, to, to really see transformation. I mean, you know, we hear about that in physical stuff, like in terms of mm-hmm. fitness, you know, like a 30 day transformation program. Yeah, but to get something that's... yeah, but that's, and you can still see the results if you actually apply, but then, but then you're talking about a, a full transformation in terms of yeah. life habits and, and yeah, business our... habits. Our program's transformational. Right from the get-go, we drill it into you. Like, and yeah, I give you the daily accountability. I We have 24-7 text support, but I get you to step into your power right from when you join the program. I'm like, look, dude, I'm handing you the formula, but it's up to you. And I tell you, like, if you don't complete this task on time, you're not going to get the results. And then we have consequences attached. And so people really start embodying the person they need or want to become right from the get-go. And so that's why the people get results so quickly. It's because it's transformational. We're making you actually... We're forcing you to take action and become that person right from the get-go, whereas a lot of other programs, they're like, oh, here's some mindset information and it doesn't really seep in or doesn't resonate or they don't apply it or whatever. It's like, that isn't an option in ours. Like, <laughs> I literally kick you out of the program if you're not executing because I'm like, look, I'm not going to waste my time and energy if you're not serious about this. Like, so I can, that energy I'm using towards you could be used towards someone else. And if you're not going to do what's necessary, I'll like, we're, we're going to be done, you know? It affects your success rate because you know you you don't want mm-hmm. you know you want all all cases successful. Oh, yeah. We have a very and, high success rate because of that. Exactly, and 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 also you are holding people accountable, period mm-hmm. and out, and 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 that that's the biggest part. And sometimes again we talk about comfort, but accountability is the other piece where people lack sometimes. They're just not accountable to anything with themselves primarily. Mm-hmm. I know we come in, you know, I mean, we we had a very hard stop today. You know, I mean, I, I would like to spend more time, but, but you know, I just want to, Adam, thank you so much for, for really bringing, you know, the, 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 the feed here to us, you know, and, and, and the information and you are a resource and hopefully people watching and listening that can get hold of you and, and potentially if they see a need and I think we, there's always a need. Uh, to improve and so you know maybe uh, again uh, i'll have the, the the link in the, the description of the show so people can connect with you directly i'm assuming you do this worldwide and anybody that has a uh, you know connection <laughs> internet that can get to you you know yep. via zoom so so uh adam thank you so much for really being with us any word that you want or a couple words you want to close the show with today you create your habits then your habits create your life you, you got to patent that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> I think trademark. I heard someone else say it. If I'm being honest, I don't know. <laughs> trade, trademark, tra- oh, maybe I don't know. But but hey, listen, trademark, right? You go, you, yeah, just go the first one, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, first one to trademark. That's all. That's that it. All right, Adam. Thank you so much. And folks, uh, you know, I hope that you've enjoyed this particular show. I mean, it's a just a tremendous story of achievement, and success, and 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 really, you know, determination. Um, we'll be talking soon. Another show, another guest, another great topic. Uh, I'm Hurricane H. We'll be talking soon. Bye for now.